like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray for the Lord of harvest that he will send our laborers into his harvest. Amen. Amen. So we, we, we dealt with last week the power of the harvest. Uh, this week we're going to shift and digress uh, and ask this question tonight. What, what, what? Uh, let me switch the video. How do you prepare for the harvest? Yeah. That's the question tonight. Is how do you prepare for the harvest? And I want and I want I want to want to lead us in this way tonight if God shall guide us. Understand tonight. Uh, I'm not talking That's about going to be tonight that ain't that ain't what I'm talking about tonight. Uh, we, because we already know uh, that seed has to be sown. Amen. And it has to go into the ground and it has to go through the process before it's brought back up again. But I don't want I don't want to deal with it tonight. Um, because I'm not dealing with seed or or things in the ground tonight. Tonight we wanna deal with us. Help tonight, God. Help tonight. And why why is it important tonight? It's important tonight that even when we read Matthew nine, thirty five to thirty eight, yes, Jesus said that there are few workers or few people to reap the harvest or result. And we usually equate that with people, churches that are evangelizing and getting people saved. Now, this is true. And we need this. However, we just don't need people or churches to go out and evangelize. There is something more that Jesus is saying. And one of the things that Jesus wants to say to us tonight, and we're going to deal with tonight, is this here, is that we must learn how to honor God with our lives. So how do we prepare for the harvest, the first thing is tonight is we must honor God with our lives. I think that's something tonight. That's, that's something tonight. That's something tonight. And we want to hang our head down tonight because to honor something means to regard with great respect. It means to guard, regard with great respect. It means showing uh, the fairness or being courteous to someone. Uh, but, but can I go deeper than that tonight? That word means Splendor. It means glorious. Uh, it means honorable. So when you look at the word in a different context and in the original language, especially in the Hebrew, it means to make weight. Oh Lord. So in other words, when someone honorably add weight to them, it is almost as if we measure them and find them worthy. Uh, let me say it again tonight. It is as if we measure them and find them worthy. So in other words, when we apply the idea of making God weighty. We show that we exceed him above everything and everyone. Uh, can, can I ask you a question tonight? As the people of God, if you're going to prepare for the harvest, how are you honoring God? My God. Tonight, God. Yep, tonight. And why is that important? Why, why, is, that, why is that important tonight? That, that's important tonight. Because in order to honor God, we need to understand here it is tonight who God is. And if we read the Bible, watch this, if the Bible will really tell us and explain to us tonight that number one, he's holy. That number two, he's faithful. That number three, he's trustworthy. Number four, he's just. Number five, he's kind. Number six, he's merciful. Number seven, he's gracious. Number eight, he's good. And number nine, he's loving. 
This is due to the Bible tell us that he is. But the question becomes this here tonight is that even though I know who he is, many of us have an issue with honoring God with our lives. Yep, tonight, God. Can, can I submit to you tonight? Here can I submit to you tonight. He wants it is to be the only one with right to our hearts. If you don't believe in Matthew 6, 24 says tonight, then listen, no man can have two mouths to either love one or hate the other tonight. And I want to admit that to us tonight that many of us that want to go out and harvest and win people to Christ, it's hard for you to win people to Christ. Here it is tonight when you have two mouths. See, see here it is. When you become your God and then you want God to become your God, it's hard to win people to Christ. My you know, God. Tonight, when you are in a place where you want to be recognized, honored, help tonight, instead of understanding that the recognition is unto God, help tonight, God, it's hard to win people to Christ. Can, can I submit to you tonight, as the people of God, that anytime self gets in the way of you trying to win people to God, and you get honor, you get glory, it's evident that you're not prepared for the harvest. Because can I submit to you tonight and digress this tonight? That I don't care how much you pull, I don't care how much you pray. If you, at the end of the day, people cannot see you honoring and reverencing God in the way that you live, in the way that you communicate. Well, I've got to submit to you. It's going to be hard for you to say that you love God. Oh, yeah, right, God. Can I, let me go deep in the head in Exodus chapter 20, verse 2 and 3. We know what God told them when he gave them the Ten Commandments. He tells them, listen, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt and out of the land of slavery. And you shall have no other God before me. And I want to submit and digress tonight to that even at this point in time that we're living in, sometimes our God becomes my God. We will honor it and be more committed to it, more faithful to it. And then we honor God. Sometimes our money becomes our God. We'll do whatever it takes to get more money and then we'll put God on the back money. But yet it's we're still to say we look, we love God, we honor God. But can I submit to you tonight? It's hard to love someone that you ain't willing to make a sacrifice for. Lord, have mercy tonight. It, it, it's just that hard to say that I honor somebody that I'm not really willing to make the sacrifice for. And the truth that I honor God tonight, for the moment 12 and 1 said, Brother, I beseech you by the mercies of God that you present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable or the least you can do to show God that you want to worship him the way that you say you love him. And I want to submit tonight that people of God, we got to understand tonight that if we're going to honor God with our life, we got to be able to make sure that God is the only one that has right to our heart. Oh, watch this here, here, here. God wants to be the Lord of your life, not just with our words, but also with our actions. See, see, here it is. And, and I said again, look, talk is cheap tonight. Talk is cheap tonight. Because you can sit up and say you went to these people to Christ, but your ex is showing something else. Check out Matthew 7.21. He teaches us that in Matthew 7.21. That listen, your actions speak louder than your words. And watch this here. If he's going to be Lord over our life, here it is. Colossians 3 teaches us this here it is. We must take our time for him and commit our best to him. If I'm going to be prepared for the heart, I got to honor God with my life. But can I tell you, here it is. Look, Colossians chapter 3, verse 17. Watch what it says. I want to prove to you about your action tonight. Here it is tonight. Watch this. He said, and whatever you 
word or deed, do everything in the name of whom the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So in other words, what he saying tonight to us as the people of God, when we honor God with our action here, what we the mind that he said here, listen, you are doing it in the name of Jesus, but God is giving glory for what you what he's doing through you. See, sometimes he can't submit to us tonight as the people of God. The reason why we are not able to harvest those that are ready to be brought in is simply because our action is not pleasing to God. Yeah, see, here it is. Majority of the time, we'll do things in the name of God, but the motive behind what we did really ain't got nothing to do with God. I, I said again, see, and that's why you got to be careful tonight as the people of God that you don't get to a place tonight where you become people pleasing. I said again tonight, if I'm going to be able to harvest be prepared to harvest, the harvest, can I submit again tonight that you can't be men pleasing? Even what is here, even the disciples when they were before the day of the council, John and Peter watched it, watch what he said tonight. He said, this is, we rather obey God than man. Tonight. And I'm going to submit to you tonight that anytime you're focused tonight and your action is designed to get the applause and the pleases of and the pleases of people and the pleasure of people to draw them to you, can I submit to you tonight? You have got yourself a disservice because now you don't got the press on the back. You don't got to go ahead and how great and marvelous you are. And now what happened is you are getting your reward down here simply because what belongs to God you have taken. My God. So we got to be in a place tonight where we honor God with our actions, but not only with our actions, but we honor God through our obedience. Yeah, here it is. It's, it's right here, John 14, 15. And Jesus told his disciples, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Mm. We honor God through our commitment. If we're going to be prepared for the harvest, can I submit to you tonight that we have to honor God through our obedience. It is one thing to say we love God. We prove it by the way we adhere to what he say in his word. And the question tonight is, is what have God spoken to you in his word that you have rejected, that you have put to the side, that you didn't think that was that important, that you didn't think that was going to be that valuable to you, and it was going to be vital to heaven when the others to Christ. Majority of the time, as people of God, and i got to be honest, we pick and choose what we want to obey. Keep it real. We'll find a word that fits, what did you We'll find a word tonight that fit our situation and that make us feel comfortable, and we'll use that word to defend whatever it is that we're doing. That's not honoring God. The Bible says in John 17, 17, sanctify them through the truth. Thy word is true. true. I cannot get away from obeying God when I sit there trying to compromise his word for everybody else. Shoo! Y'all give you another reason how we honor God tonight? Here, here, here go another way we honor God. See, we honor God also tonight by putting them first in our decision making. This mm. is how we prepare for the harvest. We got to honor God with our life. We got to put him first in decision making. We know Matthew 6, 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added upon to you. But then we also know Proverbs 3, 5, 6, saying, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways submit to him, and he will make your path straight. To hear this, I want to submit this to you tonight, because I need us to understand something tonight, that when you honor God with your life, can I have to understand this tonight? That God improves your quality of life. He 
he just gonna prepare for the hard life. See, see, when I honor God with my life, God improves the quality of my life. Here it is, watch this here. Let's think about it for a second. Let's think about this here. Now, now everybody, watch this here, know who David is. And, and we know David wasn't the perfect man, but he tried to put God first all the time. David honored God with the things he had, the way he offered praise and worship, and through his actions. Even though David sinned and had an incident with Bathsheba, but can I submit to you that even in his sin, he still did what he did to honor God by repenting and seeking to give God glory. And I want to submit to you that even in Acts 13 and 22, it was the same man who God called a man out of his own heart. Because David honored God, it was honored in turn by God. And I want to submit that to us tonight, that God will improve the quality of your life. I'm not saying tonight that you got to go out there and sin and fall into this and fall into that. That ain't what I'm saying to you tonight. What God is literally saying to you tonight, that when you begin to honor him, he will begin to put you first. Lord have mercy. When you begin to honor him, help tonight, he will make sure that your needs are met. When you begin to honor him tonight, he will make sure that you have a peace that surpasses all understanding. When you begin to honor him tonight, he will make sure that the quality of your life is joyful. Help tonight. When you begin to honor God tonight, he will make sure tonight that the love that he has for you is overflowing and that love will flow into somebody else. That's because he is improving the quality of our life. Get up to listen to you tonight. That when you honor him, he will give you favor with man. He will open up doors that no man can close, and he will close doors that no man can open. When you honor oh, him tonight, I want to submit this to him tonight, that he'll make a way out of no way. When you honor him tonight, when things get dark and dim in your life, and you seem like there's no way out, he'll be there to provide a light for your back. Can I submit tonight? When we honor God, he improves the quality of our life. Watch this tonight. Watch this tonight. Watch this tonight. But not only will he improve the quality of your life, but can I submit to you tonight, he will improve the lives of those that's connected to you. Oh, uh, that's why we gotta honor God. He's preparing for the harvest. Because whether you know it or not, he it is. Those that you're gonna win is gonna be the one that's around you. Come on. The those that you're gonna win is gonna be the one that you have conversation <clears> with on your job. Those that you're gonna win into the harvest help tonight, God, is gonna be the one that you deal with in your community. And that we be honest tonight and that we be transparent tonight. Listen, when we honor God, he improves the lives of those around us. Can I prove it to you tonight? Listen, how many of us know about that kids? Yeah, one of the most dis- like men of this time, yet this was a man who Jesus chose to die with, and the Bible tell us that when Zacchaeus came back outside the house, he said, whoever he had wronged, he would correct it. And why? Because God wanted to improve the lives of those around him. And we are called to love others in spite of their plans, in spite of their race, in spite of their gender, in spite of what it is that they have done, in spite of how they mistreated us, misused us, in spite of how they talked about us, lied on us, in spite of how they tried to tear us down, and your reputation. He said, listen, I want to improve their lives because they're simply around you. Help tonight, God. And we have to understand tonight as the people of God that he is simply saying to us tonight, if you honor me, help tonight, I'll save your house. If you honor me, I'll make your job better. If you honor me, I'll bring the, I'll deliver your fault tonight. If you honor me, help tonight, I'll remove demons out of those that are close around you. If you honor me with your life, can I permit thee the anointing that's on your life will be able to oh help tonight, God. Will be able to connect with their life and the yoke that's on their life will be destroyed because that's the working of the Holy Spirit who caused the death the captive free tonight. Oh, 
make an impact on their lives in the same way that Christ made an impact on that kids. And can I ask you a question tonight as we digress here, as we see how we prepare for the harvest? Have you invited Jesus into your house? Mm. That's the question tonight. Have you truly invited him into your house? And since you say, if you say you have, man, what changes have you seen in you? Because whether you know it or not, look, that kid didn't come out talking about nobody else. That kid come out there, I was guilty. That kid came out there, I was wrong. That kid came out there, I took too much from y'all. That kid was the one who confessed that it was him. He didn't say it was his mama. He didn't say because of his sister. He didn't say because of his daddy. He said, I am the sole issue, and I acknowledge that I am the problem. And any time you take Jesus and bring your house, can I submit to you tonight? You ain't going to look at everybody else help tonight, God. You're going to only look at yourself. And majority of the time, we never take self-evaluation of our relationship with Christ. Jesus. What is Watch this, watch this, watch this. So, so that person's life, in terms, here become a blessing to others, and the impact spread throughout all of those that they come in contact with. But can I, can I give you another tonight? Can I give you another one tonight? Watch this. I want to drop this in your spirit. See, when you honor God with your life, listen, God promised us a better future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He promised us a better future. Can, can I submit to you? He, he said, John, didn't say, but the thief come to kill, steal, and to what? Destroy. He said, but I have come that you might have life and life more, more abundantly. abundantly. I want to submit to you tonight that majority of the time when we look at that, we always look at it from a materialistic standpoint. Mm. But I want to submit to you tonight that you got to start looking at it from a spiritual standpoint. Help tonight, God. Because if it's manifest in the spirit first, it's going to automatically manifest in the natural. Help tonight, God. And I want to submit to you again tonight. See, a lot of us struggle tonight. Why, why we struggle tonight, John? We struggle tonight. Why? Because, number one, we don't honor him with our temple. So you can't win a harvest. You can't be prepared to the harvest when your temper ain't even dedicated to it. Watch this. I didn't write it. Paul wrote it. He said, look, know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Yep, tonight, God. It's the temple of the Holy Ghost. It's the dwelling place of the Holy Ghost. It's the place of the empowerment. Yep, tonight, God. And we're wondering why I'm here tonight that we're not as effective as we should be and we're not as prepared as we should be to receive the harvest. It's simply because the temple that we live in, we haven't gave it up to him yep, tonight. See, what we want to do is run it out to him and when we want to evict him, we'll kick him out. But I want to submit to you tonight that he's little for those that will allow him to have a permanent oh help tonight God the well in place and I want to submit tonight that we got to learn how to honor God if we're our temple which is our body but not only that but you got to learn how to honor God with your time oh help tonight you got to honor God with your time what, 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 how are you serving who are you helping who are you encouraging you got we got to learn how to use our time more wisely and we got to be beneficial in using ain't no need of using your time and wasting your time on stuff that really don't even matter on stuff that ain't even benefiting you or growing you on stuff that ain't even in the hands of you tonight you shouldn't even focus on those that hate you you shouldn't even focus on those that miss that this hate you know what you should be spending that time doing is praying for them because now you're using your time wisely you shouldn't be speaking your using your time speaking life over them asking God to bless them asking God to open up their understanding asking God to guide them asking God to set them free from what it is that have them bound Jesus. I need to also 
time when it comes to my honor God with my treasures. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know when you begin talking about that, yeah, we, we, we don't like talking about money, but, but that's your finances. And this is what I want to tell you tonight. Listen, here it is tonight. I, I ain't got to tell you about tithing and offering. I ain't got to tell you about giving because you should already know that. But I want to tell you this here. Uh, in this instance, we need to tonight learn how to be good managers of our finances. Mm, mm, mm. All help tonight. You got to honor God in your treasure. We know already that we got to support the ministry. We got to support what's going on in ministry in order to advance the kingdom of God. Amen. See, you should never get to a place where nobody got to beg us to give to God when we say we love God. Because you can't say you love God without being a giver. And you can't be a giver without loving. Help tonight, God. And we struggle in that area tonight. Why? Because we're in a place where even in a pandemic, I don't know what's going to happen. But can I submit to you that I was in a pandemic helped tonight, God, and he honored God with his treasure. And the Bible said tonight that he sold in a famine. And y'all know what he helped tonight, God. I just want to submit to you tonight. When you learn how to manage your treasure right, and you do right with your treasure, and you invest in what's going to invest that in you, I want to submit to you tonight that God will make sure that he sustain and he take care of you. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, so, so how do I prepare for the harvest? Number one, I got to honor God with my, with my life. That, that's number one. I got I to gotta honor God with my, with my life, with my life. Uh, watch this here. Think about this tonight. Here it is, here it is. See, honoring the Lord, here it is tonight, will change the atmosphere you're in. Here it is. See, if every church in the world went outside their four walls, and reached a hundred people and brought them to church and they got saved, would that be enough? My answer would be no. It wouldn't be enough because it's easy. It, 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 we can get people saved. The problem ain't getting people saved. The problem is making sure we're living a life that honor God because people ain't going to follow what they don't see. Help tonight, God. Help tonight, God. When people come to your church, do they find a place where Jesus is a priority and where an atmosphere of honor toward the Lord has been created? See, if you just bring them to the building for routine religious tradition, what we have always done, ain't nothing going to change. Yep, tonight. Because really, they don't even know if Jesus is the priority in your church. Is Jesus first in your church? Yep, tonight, God. Is there the atmosphere that where we think we're going to reverence the Lord? We're going to bow down and worship him? We're going to make sure we make his name great? Because I want to prove this to you. Because if they find this, they too will turn their hearts to the Lord and honor them. This is the harvest that God wants. God wants us to get, get to a place where we, when we go out and witness the people and we try to win people to Christ, he want to make sure we get to a place that they see how we honor him. And because they see how we honor him, now their heart is convicted. Help tonight, God. And because their heart is convicted, now they want to change it on the God the same way we do. But the atmosphere has to be set tonight. The atmosphere, the environment that you're going to invite them into. And first of all, make sure the atmosphere in your own life is correct before you try to help somebody else fix and set their atmosphere. My God. What, 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 I want to submit to you tonight. Most people tonight are satisfied with their salvation, and that's it. Most people are dissatisfied with just coming to church on Sunday, doing Bible class, going back home, because they know they're going to heaven. They don't mind putting a couple dollars in the offering. 
know how I am. Well, they will. I'm, I'm gonna do this for you, but whoa, help tonight. I'm, I'm gonna do that, but but see here with Jesus. Jesus said, "Listen, if, if you're going to leave your mother and father house, I know I need to go back because when you're committed to it, you gotta stay committed to it." And majority of the time, here it is, when it comes to doing what he asks us to do, we have other commitments versus his full commitment to him. Can I submit this to you tonight? God knows our hearts. But, here it is, he's not going to compete with the distractions in our lives. My God. Let me say it again. God knows our hearts. But he's not going to compete with that distraction in our life. We have to ask ourselves if we are ready to make him the priority by honoring him. Mm. Yep, tonight. Mm. How to prepare for the part number two here is. Honor God, what you like, number one. Number two, we have to learn how to live right. And all living righteous means is doing the right thing. Proverbs 11 and 30 says this. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. And he who wins souls is what? Watch this. What a person does speaks louder than what they say in the long term. The way you live your life minister more effectively to others than preaching. And I'll say it again tonight. The way we live our life minister more effectively to others than preaching. Which simply means this. You can get up and preach well. Do a fantastic and marvelous job. But after you get finished preaching and you are living a 10 cent life of righteousness, guess what? They ain't gonna care nothing about what you just preached. Because what you just preached about, you couldn't even live. It's mando so they rather see you live it first. And then when they see you live it, when you're preaching, they can sit there and say, Amen. They can sit there and say, Go ahead. They can sit there and agree with you. But they're not going to agree with you if they see something here tonight. Shake it all, Shanda.
fuck that our behavior is right and our belief system is messed up. We got to get to a place as the people of God if we're going to live righteous where our belief and our behavior match it. Mm, mm, mm. And that has to become a priority. It must become a priority. It must be what we put first if we're going to be prepared for the heart. Live 
Y'all don't need a harvest what you ain't prepared for. And Paul put it this way for and then you can take it up to this. Let us not become weary and well doing. For at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. That Galatians. Five, nine. Who? Who? See, your, your conduct is everything tonight. I'm saying you're honoring God. Your Ooh. conduct, man. I'm saying you're honoring God. And the words that are coming out of your mouth is not even wholesome. Everything that comes out your mouth is negative. Tear folk down. Can't do that. And what we say need to match what we do. For out of the heart, the mouth speaks. Out of the heart, the mouth speaks. But so what's in you gonna come out? See, I know we say all the time. We just did. Uh, I didn't mean for that to come out. Yeah, you did. It was in you. Well, then you have to come out. It don't slip. It comes. Because a, 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 a certain situation has to be created in order to draw it out again. Hallelujah tonight. Hallelujah. Look at this. There is a rich history of skill and devoted people who are called to be with Jesus and sent out from him through this fellowship. Watch this. Skill and devoted people feel this church. Skill and devoted people sustain this church. And it will take skilled and devoted people to ensure the survival of the church for the future generation. That will require leadership, which is influence. This is why we must continue to develop our skills as God's people. We need to develop committees in the church, that leadership. We have to learn how to work together as a congregation on a clear vision for the church. We got to learn how to implement it and make sure we have one sound. Watch this. Closely related to that is to actually, to actually know the needs of our community and to meet them. You can't win people in a community if you don't know where the people live at. You ain't prepared for the harm. You got to go out and engage and see what's going on within the community in order to address the community. Listen, Jesus never harvests people by spiritually without meeting their physical need first. Mm. Yes. Don't try to come give me Jesus. And I'm telling you I'm hungry. I don't want the word. I want real food. Then once you feed my belly, then we can have a conversation about this Jesus. I don't want to hear about him being like a whale, a water spring of everlasting. No, I don't want to hear about all this. Give me some water first. Can I submit this to you? And this is it. So we need those kids. We must be committed to our devotional life. Clearly defining it. Who we are as the church. What are we doing as the church? And how are we I'm doing it as a church? Be planted in the harvest Tim, in our time going in the bedroom. and devotion. In your hand, Who? Who? Oh, my God. Um, you know what? I'm gonna yield the floor because I know I got a lot I can I can come with. 
I thank you, uh, man of God, for that word. I already knew God had already told me it was going to be Rhema. So I'm going to allow other people have something to say. I, I think I heard Pastor Lil John key in. I don't know if he's still on the line or not, but if you're on the line, Pastor Lil John, do you have anything you want to say? Okay, I don't think he's on the line. But it, oh, that's fine. But is anybody else on the line? I, you can unmute your phones. And whatever you have to say in your heart and your spirit, the floor is open. Because that was a good word. Is anybody there? I don't know. We may be having some issues. Okay. I just wanted to say, um, this is a passage that uh, the word was amazing. It was powerful. Power packed and timeless because in the season of the virus, people are needing to hear. They're needing to hear that we care. You know, um, we have to be used of God, and and love is the way. That's the key. That's the key. Uh, like Dr. Morgan said, you know, how can you minister to somebody and they're hungry? You gotta get some food first, you know. How how can you how can you even consider that? That's not even on their mind. They need to be fed in the natural to receive in the spirit. So it it blessed me. Uh, I work in the community in Fayetteville, and uh, those are the things that we really try hard to do. It was great. Thank you. I appreciate that word. Amen. Amen. I thank God for, for Dr. Patsy, my sister. Even what the man of God was talking about, about having friends and having people in, in the body of Christ that people will hold you accountable for. She's one of those in my life that will hold me accountable. And I, and I thank God for her. The one thing that just kept sticking in my spirit when the man of God was saying it. And it's something that was a part of me. Never take your apron off. Even when I first got saved, never take your apron off. And people would say, why an apron? Because if you a real good cook, and I'm talking about them, them grandmamas and them big mamas, they would have that apron on. They would have spoons in that apron, they would have salt, pepper, seasoning in those aprons. They would have even other parts of whatever they're going to cook in that apron. In other words, when they went to make a meal or to fix a feast, they didn't go unprepared. And then they also could use that same apron to wipe their hands off. So see, I, that's why I say the word when he said, when I got out of my master's class and got on here. I, God said, Rhema. So I was excited already because I knew what the man of God was bringing to the table tonight. And it was on time. And one thing I know that he asked, and it's been a while back, but I remember what Dr. Morgan said. 
How you want a global ministry when you can't even work in your own community? Now, that's something to think about on tonight. I, I, I'm not going to go on because, like I said, y'all, I'm full. I am so full because this word was rich, it was healthy, and it was needed. I digress, and I ask and anybody else that's on here, I yield the floor. Whatever God has placed on your heart, it's yours. Because the word was good. <laughs> it was very good. God bless you and my brother, Pastor Morgan, everybody on the line. I'm Pastor Spirit. I want to thank God for the word. It really blessed my soul. It blessed me. It blessed me. He was hitting hard, but it was the truth. Amen. But I thank God for the word that has changed for Amen. Amen. I'm not, I'm, 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 like I said, I'm full. I'm just going to let anybody got anything they want to say or share. I'm, I'm allowing it to happen because he left no stone unturned. Every scripture I thought about, he called it out. We be in the salt of the earth that, that, that we are to have the mind of Christ, that we are to have the compassion of Christ. And that how are we going to ever be able to get the harvest when we're not even prepared to go into the field? I digress. The floor is open. Whew. Powerful. It was powerful. So we thank God for tonight. I, I know the weather has a lot to do with a lot of things going on, especially in Arkansas, Texas. Um, I don't know how it's affected uh, Mississippi and Tennessee, but I know there's a lot of power outages in southeast Arkansas. I had to call and check on my grandkids today to see if they were okay. I know there's a lot of mixture in other areas, and I know where Dr. Patsy lives, there's a lot of snow. I think they almost got a foot. But yet and still, we know God is still yet in control. So I thank God for everybody on the line tonight. You could have been doing anything else. You could have been watching some old movies. You could have been just snuggled up, sweet, whatever. But you took time to come and hear a, and I'm going to say what it is, a prophetic word from the man of God. And, and Dr. James, my brother, I appreciate you. We love you because we know you're coming straight forward. Nothing missing. You coming with the raw, real truth. And I thank God for you. And those that have been listening to you for the years, we appreciate you, man of God. We appreciate everything that represents the kingdom of God that he uses through you. We thank God for Pastor Rita, and she and this is a powerful woman of God who loves God with all her heart. If y'all get a chance to listen to her broadcast, she's a powerful vessel of God just the same. But we're not going to prolong anymore. There's nothing else to be said. If you would, Dr. Patsy, if you're still on the line, can you close us out on tonight? And again, Dr. James Morgan, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll be
I concur with uh, Apostle Brenda. It, it was powerful. <laughs> it was powerful. Father, now we just thank you for this day. We thank you for the time that you've allowed us to receive this random word from you. Lord, we pray that we will not only listen, but we will obey the word. We will receive the word and that we will act on the word that was given to us tonight, Lord. We pray that you will just refill and just restore to overflowing Dr. Morgan. Bless his family, Lord. Bless all that he does, as well as with Apostle Glenda. Restore her as well, her virtue. God, we pray for everyone on the line and their families. We pray for those who are unable to be on due to the weather. We thank you, Lord, that your grace is sufficient and that you're healing and you're taking care of everything for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We thank you, guys. This is the watch. This is the Watchman Teleconference. I'm your host, Glenda Treadwell, and we'll be back on the line next Thursday. Be blessed.